Hello and welcome everybody to Mountains and Molehills. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jasmine. And this is a podcast for us to record our thoughts and feelings and opinions on topics big and small that make up our daily lives. Is that good? I think so. Okay. We could talk about the the Novaxer thing. Okay. Just, I mean, just real quick. Okay. Where, where should we start? Um, maybe by saying that, uh, as mountains and molehills go, um, I feel like this is closer to a mountain than a molehill. Yeah. Like, Uh like I feel more strongly about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Than other things. So, um, I shared that, um, news article on my instagram story about how there's a new um yeah tell about the so on i got a notification this morning on my phone that said that there was a confirmed case of measles in alaska on in the kenai peninsula so Mm -hmm. pretty far from where we're at but it was saying that the he's a teenager um he traveled to arizona and back through the seattle airport and he has measles now. Because he traveled through the Seattle airport? To, Ariz- I think, Arizona. So so he got the, he contracted measles in I Arizona. think so. It wasn't clear. I don't think about exactly where. But, yeah. And it was because? He's not vaccinated. Okay. So. Which, ugh, I just, I don't know where to start. I need to do more research, honestly, because I haven't, like... From what I understand, the choice not to vaccinate your kids is based on the vaccinations causing your kids to have... There's risks of vaccines... Um, I mean, there have been severe cases where like four-month-old babies will get vaccinated and then they have a seizure and then they're like brain dead and so i mean that is something that could happen but those the statistics are so like from what we have researched which is i mean yeah like you hear about those really severe cases hardly ever yeah and I just think that it's way more worth it to, like, arm arm your kids with the ability to not get diseases that are already eradicated. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of facets to it. Um, I, like, like I said, or like Jasmine said, we need to do more research so that we're more you know, up to speed on the actual statistics, but from, I mean, in a nutshell, um, it, there's a chance that it could negatively affect the kid who receives the vaccinations, but on the whole, um, like they've done, I mean, scientists and doctors, they've done so much research in formulating the vaccines vaccines. Mm -hmm. and And there's going to be like fringe cases where like, just because of somebody's 
genetic makeup. It just, it's like it's like it's the lottery. Like, I mean, there's one, no way to know right that, but yeah, one in every hundred million or whatever the statistic is yeah. is going to have a negative reaction to it. But as for the whole, um, it's it's more worth it, you know, to get your kids vaccinated and protect everyone from the potential recurrence of this disease that's already been eradicated. Yeah, that's what I think. And I wouldn't, I mean, if my boys were older, then I wouldn't be so, like, worried about it. Mm -hmm. But they're, I think that Roman, I think that when you're 12 months and then I think it's when you're, like, four years old is the two measles, measles, mumps, and rubella Mm -hmm. um, vaccine. Yeah, I remember getting mine in kindergarten. Yeah, so um, neither of our boys are, like, have the vaccine all the way. I mean, Roman has one of them, but, and so it's, like, it's so frustrating that someone else, it's so frustrating that someone else's choice, like, I, it's totally, like, I respect people's choices, and it's fine if they decide that they don't want to vaccinate their kids like whatever there's nothing we can do about that but when their choice affects me and my family like my life when like when there's nothing i can do about it like my kids aren't old enough to have the vaccine right and so if i go because i'm going to the seattle airport on saturday and like it just it's so frustrating that now that is something that we have to worry about and i mean obviously it's it's going to be fine and nothing's going to happen, but we hope. Yeah. I mean, but there's like, no, yeah, just like there's know. a chance that like the kids who get vaccinated could have a negative reaction. There's a chance that any, anybody's kids who, you know, like ours, like we have a two and a half year old and we have a five month old. And like, I'm sure it, a teen, it's probably really easy for a teenager to I mean, let's not, not die, quantify, but like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a teenager's got, you know, at least the ability it, to he like. He could have been any age. Like that's not fair of me to quantify. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. There's only so much a five-month-old can do to express his needs. Like mm-hmm. if he's feeling ill, he can cry. Yeah. And that's it. Um, yeah, and so and so like, a teenager it, has the ability to express like, "Hey, I'm feeling sick to my stomach," or "Hey, I am feeling." dizzy or something i've never felt this way before can we go to the doctor and then you know i i just think that it's mm-hmm. yeah like you said it in some ways it's easier for um you know a, a, a teen or some an age that can and also just because they're physically like more able to fight diseases sure i mean that's debatable but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, get what I you're saying. Like they've been exposed to more things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've been expo- <laughs> they've been exposed to more things, so they've got like more immunity built up. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But um, yeah, what you said about how the choice that somebody else makes that it's not fair that the choice that somebody else makes can negatively affect our family mm-hmm. when when that's not the choice that we exactly make. yeah. So we are choosing to vaccinate our kids, but in case everyone didn't know, (laughs) but because somebody else is choosing not to vaccinate their kids, our children who don't yet have the full 
round of vaccinations are still susceptible. Mm-hmm. And so even though we want to vaccinate against it, we're at risk of getting this disease that has already been eradicated because somebody chooses not to vaccinate their kids. Yeah. And I mean, it's like smoking in public. Like I choose not to smoke. Mm-hmm. I choose to breathe fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, and so I can't do anything when I am riding my motorcycle and the person in front of me is smoking in their car. Like I I can't, I I can turn, I can change lanes, mm-hmm. but like I'm still like I still smell that smoke like it's still going into my lungs like yeah. I can't I can't help it I don't want to breathe it but like there's nothing I can do it's mm-hmm. a choice that I don't get to make for myself anymore you literally have to breathe I literally have to breathe <laughs> and I mean I, I don't I think that that falls in the same category of I I don't want to breathe cigarette smoke but when somebody smokes near me I have absolutely zero choice because yeah. I have to breathe mm-hmm I mean, I can walk away, but it's too late. I've already breathed the smoke. That's it. Yeah. Done. Like our kids don't want to get, I mean, I would assume they don't want to get measles. Mm-hmm. But if they get it, like that's it. It's too late. They've already gotten it. I, um, this. They haven't ever gotten it, by the way, just in case that was going to be confused. This may come across harsh, but I think that I told you about this, um, this like picture that I saw. It was circulating on Facebook a while ago, but it was... Um, it was this list of things and it was like, what do you, what do you tell your child that gets, um, oh, yeah, like I, HIV I this. or what do you tell your child who has the measles or who has, who gets some type of disease and they can't have kids anymore? Like, do you just say sorry? Like, yeah. sorry for not giving you the vaccine that was available, but oh, now okay, your life yeah. is completely like, right. So this was like, uh. <laughs> Um, like this was like a directed towards the non-vaxxers mm-hmm. thing. And like, like, it, it's like harsh. what are you going to tell your kids? And I do like, I understand that everyone has their, like they're able to choose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, and everybody should be able to choose, but yeah. do so in a responsible way. Like if it's going to affect other people, like know that and act accordingly. Like, like you need fine. to have, if your child gets one of these diseases, like, yeah, what are you going to say to them? Like, I made the choice to not protect you against this and you got it and I'm sorry. Well, what about, okay, so let's say, um, like, taking it one step further, then that kid um, crosses paths with our kid at the Seattle airport mm-hmm. or at any other place where hundreds and thousands of people cross paths every day um, and then our kid you know our five-month-old gets measles like maybe he doesn't even survive that yeah so then what do those parents say to the parents who lost their kid because they chose not to vaccinate their kid like it's just not worth the risk like it, when it comes down to it bottom line is it's not worth the risk to put to not do it and yeah it's, it's, it's not worth the risk to not vaccinate your kids because you're putting so many other people at, at risk. You're just increasing the risk for that disease to affect so many more people. Mm-hmm. It's already been eradicated. Why do we need? I need to do more research about like the like 
all the the chemicals and the whatever in vaccines like what makes people so feel so strongly i don't know to not vaccinate like there has to be there has to be something i mean there has they have to be basing it on some type of logical like factual yeah i just foundation but it's not it's not worth it i was vaccinated i was vaccinated Mm-hmm. Vaccinized. <laughs> Vaccinized. I was that. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, maybe that's why I just said that word so stupidly. Straight, stupidly. <laughs> maybe that's it. That's why they don't want to vaccinate their kids, so they don't use words like vaccinized. <sighs> but I mean, I feel like I turned out pretty normal. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that plenty of people think that I'm strange, but um, I'm healthy. Um. I am, you know, I feel like I'm a productive member of society. Like, I just. Yeah. I just don't feel like there was any, not even one downside to me being vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And I don't hate my parents because they chose to get me vaccinated. Like. Oh, speaking of, do you remember that case? The where I remember. Yeah, and that's Sued a whole his parents other for thing. being born. Yeah, yeah, I do. Remember. Let's not get into that. Let's I don't not get into that. But that was a that was one of those like slap yourself on the forehead moments where, yeah, yeah, like, like somebody sued their parents because they were born and they didn't want to be born. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to dive into that one on no. this episode. Probably never. In fact, we weren't even going to dive into this. And just as a majorly huge, big, let's start it all off with this disclaimer. Um, we are not doing this podcast to respond to um, critics of what we say. Like, this is our life, and this is how we feel about issues. And if you want to comment, then go right ahead. But, like, don't expect a response. And another disclaimer, I do really love everyone. And it's okay. <laughs> I feel like we've been harsh and just like very openly expressing our opinions that are probably yeah, offensive. But that's, well, yeah, and they probably are. I just, I hate being offensive. Wow, that was a very strong. I mean, I hate <laughs> being offensive. No, okay. I shouldn't have phrased it that way. I just, it makes me uncomfortable when I know that what I'm saying is going to be received negatively to by some people. The, uh, by some people yeah okay here's another thing Um, since we're just getting this all out in the open um i uh just feel like when we when we have these opinions Mm -hmm. like these opinions don't hurt anybody like we, we you know are just as entitled to have our opinions as other people are to not vaccinate their kids mm-hmm. <laughs> so um <laughs> so now that that comparison's so out salty. there <laughs> salty um yeah yeah not interested in like getting in any debates over what opinions we express on here we're just i mean this is our life and we can do what we want we can do what we want <laughs> my <Miley> Cyrus. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's why we're doing this is to record the things that we feel strongly about or the things that are affecting us in our daily life. Yeah. 
And with that, let's get into the first episode. Okay. So when we started thinking about starting a podcast, we wanted it to be kind of like a journal of our life mm-hmm. and the the difficult times and the good times and the raising kids stuff and the figuring each other out parts um just kind of a everything that happens in married life with kids mm-hmm. um and when we when we started thinking about doing a podcast, we were just about to have our second baby, Whitaker, and so like like the the birth was going to be like one episode. It still it still can be, uh, but that was like okay, this is a big event. Mm-hmm. Um, and since the name of the show is Mountains and Molehills. That was going to be like, okay, a mountain episode. Yeah. Um, and we've had quite a few mountain things happen to us. I feel like we started the podcast in the time in our lives where everything is happening. Everything is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, but it also feels like that because we only pull it out when big things are happening. Like when we have a baby and when we move 2,000 miles away. That's just because we are still building content Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're not regular yet about. Anyways, I feel like every episode we start with explaining why we started the podcast. Okay. So So, we just actually need to start it and then we won't have to do this ever again. Yeah. But I mean, these episodes are going to be released, so we need to like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. We, I wanted to talk about just our move. We've been here for like six weeks, right? Um, are you counting from when I got here? Yeah, well, I guess it's been about like four or five weeks. Yeah, so I started work like the 3rd of June. Oh, yeah. We got here. here the 8th. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought it would be fun if we compared, like, the differences between the Rogue Valley and Fairbanks. Yeah. So, um, moved up. We, we're in Fairbanks now. Fairbanks, Alaska. And well, North Pole, technically. Technically, it's North Pole. Um, I feel like we're actually closer to Fairbanks, though. I think... Yeah, I think it's like a 10-minute drive to Fairbanks and like a 15-minute drive to North Pole. Yeah, I never go to North Pole except to take the garbage to the dump. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I mean, the only thing I go go for is to pick up Mike Mm -hmm. in the mornings, and that's like once every couple of weeks. When you randomly have his truck. Because we only have one car in our family right now. Soon to be two. Soon to be two. Um, but we can talk about that in a second because uh, right now I want to talk about what you said. Um, 
So yeah, living in Alaska compared to living in the Rogue Valley in Southern Oregon. Um, for me, it's hard to see or to like, like, there's not much difference for me. Just because you go to work every day at a jewelry store, so yeah. it's pretty much the same yeah, thing. Yeah, so I'm inside of four walls all day, yeah. five days a week. Um, so w- the, the the main thing that's different for me is that I when I when I have time off, I am unfamiliar with my surroundings and I don't know what to do. And it doesn't help that on your days off we either just stay home or go to like costco yeah but that's what i mean is we don't really know what there is to do yeah so we don't do much it's been hard with the smoke too trying to get out and do stuff when it's yucky weather yeah this has been um i don't know if it's like like an actual like record-breaking year but it has been a a record year i know that like yeah i i was reading for fires well, and weather that, like, every city is breaking, um, like, like temperature record? records. Oh, yeah. Heat, yeah, heat records. <clears throat> hmm. So, yeah, it's been super smoky. Today was awesome. We had blue skies, and it was, like... Yeah, it rained a whole bunch the other day, so yeah. it's been nice. Yeah, we actually had a couple of days of rain last week, and, like, overnight mm-hmm. in between those days, and, um put out some of those fires or didn't put them out but suppressed some of those fires but a bunch of uh firefighters have come up from montana and california and oregon um, oh, wow. idaho um okay. yeah there's a fire that's just north of like northwest of fairbanks mm. um that's gotten pretty big uh and then there's a bunch in like the south western southeastern parts i mean i know that there's one down um near kenai when we drove up remember when we went down to my dad's house for oh yeah the yeah. fourth um so we were like oh let's go down to homer it won't be smoky and then it was smoky it wasn't as bad i mean yeah. it was like it was like across the bay you could see all the smoke yeah but it kept us from flying it kept us from um fishing know. and stuff yeah so anyways uh the smoke's the same because it's smoky in the rogue valley uh so we're used to that <coughs> as far as like the city though um, flat very flat and very ghetto hmm so I just feel like I mean I've been here for like a month and I haven't found like the nice part of town <laughs> like I don't know if there is like a because there's like a East so, Medford and a West Medford yeah but I just feel like it's all kind of like what do you mean like the nice part of like like where locals like to hang out or yeah, like or I mean like, compared to Ashland it's hard well yeah but because like Lithia Park and like the downtown and the, like the I guess what I'm trying to say is there's nothing like new and like, well, I mean, that's relative though, because to the people that live here, like 
a lot of things are very new. Like if my mom were to come up here after yeah. being away for so long, it would be a completely different city. Mm, that's true. But also like... To people who live here, you know, they are, are used to it. And so when things pop up, it's, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's new and different I mean, for them. But there's like no new neighborhoods or like new That we roads. know of. Yeah, but they like the houses look old. Is what okay. I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it. Uh, so when I my first impression when I when I drove up with the car and the trailer, driving through town um, to our apartment, my first impression was that it was comparable to like a like an Oregon coastal city, like a small, like a less populated. Coos Bay or yeah, something? Yeah, kind of something like that where there's like sparse, like there's pockets of population and then there's mm-hmm. stretches in between those pockets that's just like not a super well-maintained road. And I mean, that's a, a, a different reasoning for the really road maintenance. What... what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just like so compared to, like, Ashland, Medford, mm-hmm. you've got these huge neighborhoods, right? Yeah. So up here, it seems like you've got, like, a smaller neighborhood over here. And then you drive, you know, down a road and there's a couple driveways. And then you get into, a, like, another neighborhood mm. or, like, an area where there's, like, a bunch of businesses. And then you keep driving it yeah. you know, through okay, the town. Yeah. So it's just not, like... It doesn't seem like a very centralized. One thing that I do like, though, is that, like, your store Gold Rush is downtown, and then you drive just a couple minutes, and you can get to Walmart, and Fred Meyer, and Costco, and Old Navy, and everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's all pretty close, and, like, the library is right downtown. And so that's, I've notice that that is nice it's nice like when i'm running errands like if i want to come see you at work i can just stop by and then i can go to the store and it's not like a huge drive like it is in medford from ashland seeing me at work to Mm -hmm. then going out to medford yeah yeah because like going from exit 14 or 19 all the way out to exit 27 like it's a long drive yeah but i mean there's also no freeway up here. Mm-hmm. So it's all highway. Um, Which is another confusing thing. How there's the Steese Highway that turns into the Richardson Highway. Which but turns the, into another highway. Yeah, but then there's also up. like the old Richardson Highway and the old Steese Highway. That parallel. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, why didn't they just come up with different names when yeah. they like built the new highways yeah well, last week um a customer called and she was like can you give me directions to your store and so i you know gave her our address and told her what some big landmarks were near us and she's like you guys it's just the city the way the city's laid out it's just not like normal cities i hate all of the one ways right downtown like Uh-oh. how everything is w- one way yeah. but it alternates so it's like it's well, at least it alternates on a regular, like... Well, yeah, it's nice, I guess, so that if you, like, miss a road, you can just turn, but 
I don't know. It doesn't bug me that much. I mean, parts of Medford are that way. Yeah, I guess. Um, I was just going to say something. Then you should say it. Oh, have you seen that meme where <laughs> someone's like, they're talking about how when you're um, like downtown or something and someone approaches you and asks for directions and they're like it says okay you pull out your phone and open maps and then type it in and find it oh my gosh because <laughs> yeah. like everyone has smartphones yeah. yeah yeah and the lady that called was like in her mid-20s really yeah it's like just type it in in maps yeah yeah the the, the device that you're calling me from to ask me for directions is going to do a much better job than I can do exactly. over the phone. Exactly. Remember when you had to like print out the directions from Google? Oh my god! On a piece of paper. Or like <laughs> try to memorize them, like repeat them to yourself like a hundred times <laughs> yeah. if you didn't have access to a printer. Mm-hmm. Or like my dad, he would just like, he would just try and figure out his way. Oh, like by road signs? Yeah. Like just drive until you see a sign. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's 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 how it has been done for thousands of years in travel. Mm, it like, seems so weird, like opening up an actual map. Yeah, yeah. Well, like even, a even like a road atlas, map. like like yeah, that he goofy would use, movie where like yeah, he would use like atlases. You remember all the time. that movie? Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Oh yeah. Anyways. Yeah, where it like opens up over the yeah. But like houses and stuff is what you're saying. What? It seems weird, like what? I don't know. Houses? I thought I heard you say houses. I don't know. I thought that's why I'm... Well, we're off track. Yep. Um. So the city's laid out in a different... I mean, just different. Yeah. It's not... It doesn't seem like a super organized layout of the city. But like your dad was saying, there's like the few roads that kind of box everything in. Like College Road and Airport. Airport and yeah. Yeah. Those other. Like, yeah, there's a few roads where most like of the, and stuff the main runs right through the middle. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we haven't really done anything fun yet. I mean, we went to like a farmers market. Was that what that was? Mm-hmm. Um. That was. We tried kombucha and. It is definitely not as good as Oregon kombucha. It's just different. I liked it. It's just like it had a different taste. It's vinegary. Yeah. Um. And it was like they they put like syrup in it or something. It didn't even taste like tea. It was just like syrupy vinegar. Oof. Um. I've been slowly discovering little like little shops like little gems like I went to a bagel shop the other day um and a little like consignment boutique it's so hard to find like trendy places Mm. in Fairbanks so like like from like a fashion standpoint yeah like i'm i was just so spoiled with downtown ashland you had like i don't know just all those stores like the jewel box and paddington and 
Um, Both of those are owned by the same person. Well, yeah, but just like all those cute little ones. Yeah. Um, and there's just like not very much of that here. Yeah, there's like the store that uh, Heather worked at, and then the one that oh Emily yeah, works Jupiter at. Row and yeah, all those. Yeah. There's um, there's I was telling you about this um brunch place it's called lunch uh-huh it's it's literally the only 100 percent vegan place in all of alaska in all of alaska yes what yeah i thought it that was can't, that can't be true that's what it said i mean maybe there were maybe at the time but like anchorage is three hundred thousand people that's true that's true but like i don't know it's just so different yeah much yeah. more Republican than mm. I'm used to. Oh, Fairbanks, at least. What makes you say that? I've seen so many Trump stickers huh. and people wearing Make America Great hats. Really? Yeah, and it's like... Huh. And just l- different little things. Like, there's a uh, a store right by yours downtown that sells, like, furs... Mm-hmm. And ivory and stuff. Oh, ivory jacks. I no, it's like a um, m- maybe mm-hmm. the one that I saw. I think was just like an antique or like a gift shop or something. Mm-hmm. But like, that's like so illegal and looked down upon anywhere else other than Alaska. I, I mean, it's not illegal. Here. Ivory. Like it's just. I mean. Well, here, yeah, but anywhere else, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like, it's. Like if you do, if you follow the rules, it's not illegal. Yeah. It, yeah, but I I I know the whole uh, ivory thing and the whole you know fur mm-hmm. business, but you know whatever. Um. Yeah, it doesn't really bother me at all. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think that Alaska as a whole, though. Um. I mean, especially in the bigger city Anchorage you know mm-hmm. has I mean there's definitely a liberal influence yeah up here especially in the bigger cities and in like the more um I don't know artsy cities mm-hmm. the the more the destination cities oh yeah you know the ones that are right on the the cruise line mm-hmm. map, um, stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Um. So as far as that goes, uh, yeah, uh, Fairbanks compared to the Rogue Valley, much more right leaning. Yeah. Um. The weather, I mean, not the weather, but like the daylight. Oh, yeah. That's been different. So, yeah, 24 hours of light. Yeah, what time is it right now? Probably 10. 10, and it looks like it's... Maybe like early morning. Uh, Not early morning, but maybe like it looks like 9 a.m., you know, in, in Oregon. Yeah. You know, the sun's not like right overhead, but like it's definitely blue sky still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been the for the past like few days 
it's been or at night it's been getting like darker at like 2 or 3 yeah. p.m yeah so tiana came up for solstice i mean a.m i guess yeah and since solstice since that's the longest day of the year mm-hmm. every day at our um latitude here Do we in, lose in like seven minutes a day yeah or we lose like seven minutes a day that's crazy yeah until we get to complete darkness and I think I, I you know, I, I don't know exactly when that happens yet, but um Yeah, it's coming. Winter is coming. Rochelle was saying I think that by like August or something, like the later part of August, you have like a normal nighttime. Oh. And so and then it just starts getting like the long night (laughs) we're gonna be wildlings (laughs) (laughs) um which i'm totally fine with i know because you basically already are a wildling and our kids well roman's definitely already a wildling Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ugh. yeah he ran around naked today for about he's been running around naked all week okay yeah like yeah, I was... Oh, we're potty training him. So, yeah, we started potty training. So, it's Sunday today. We started, I think, on Tuesday, I think, was when I really, like... Committed. Committed and yeah. took all of his diapers off. Because he wears a thousand diapers at once. <laughs> but, so, the fir- for the first couple of days, I was, like, putting underwear on him. But then, I didn't want to have to do laundry, <laughs> like, every two seconds. And so, he's just been naked. So, we just end up cleaning up pee spots on the carpet every two seconds well yeah but for the first couple of days it was bad it's yeah it's easier than just cleaning up it's easier to clean up pee off the carpet than have to do that and having to clean up underwear yeah and it helps him like he'll like see his pee fall to the floor and then he'll stop because he's like oh i'm peeing on the floor but when he's peeing in his underwear it's just like right he can't stop right yeah, it's not as present mm-hmm. for him. But yeah, he's been doing really good today. Today's been his best day by far. Yeah. We did the the trick where, I don't know if it's a trick, but it tricks him. <laughs> um, you sit him backwards on the toilet and give him a dry erase marker so he can like write on the back of the lid. Otherwise, he will not... Stay on the toilet. Stay on the toilet. Yeah, he does not want to have anything to do with sitting on the toilet to go I was potty. Yeah, I was even bribing him with mini M&Ms. Yeah, no interest. I would give him one just for sitting on the toilet, but after, like, the second day of that, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. I would even show him an M&M, and I'd, like, eat them in front of him, and he was like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, I don't want to sit on the toilet. I, wow. I would rather keep playing or watching my show than have an M&M and sit on the body. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's, like stubborn yeah so yeah the dry erase marker works really good yeah um except the dry erase marker is disgusting now he like smushed it and so all of the well he smushed it so yeah the the felt is all smashed into the pen Mm -hmm. but it also gets like it's it's like a, a little miniature back of the toilet seat cleaner Oh, well, I just cleaned the toilet. Like, as soon as you turned him around and gave him the marker, I cleaned the toilet that day. Yeah. 
I mean, it's still dirty. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I'm not going to use that pen. <laughs> and you dropped the lid in the toilet right after he peed. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he's doing better about um, going on the potty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Acre is almost six months. So he's five months now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just turned five months. Crazy. Your tooth? Um, Ugh, we don't need to talk about that. It's gross. Okay, but it is a mountain, though. Okay. For, but we don't have to talk about it this time. We can real quick because, I mean, I'm going down to Ashland. So um, I'm not sure why my teeth are falling out. <laughs> pretty sure it's because of Whitaker because right after it was like right at the end of my pregnancy and then right after I had him I started having like tooth sensitivity or Mm -hmm. like actually for a lot of like the later part of his my pregnancy with him my teeth were pretty sensitive and then um it was just getting worse and worse and then like half my tooth broke out broke off yeah so it's not it's like the tooth right behind your canine yeah on the left side Mm-hmm. yeah on the top but it's the, both of those teeth on I, the top yeah. which is super weird and yeah. on the left and right side Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but and weird. it's so weird because like like I, you've got good brushing habits yeah i brush twice a day i mean every once in a while i'll for i i won't brush like in the morning or whatever but like I'm pretty regular and I've I haven't been to the dentist in probably like five to ten years and I haven't had any problems no cavities or anything well that's what you thought but I mean obviously you did have some cavities because it doesn't just pop up overnight well yeah that's true Ugh, gross children so yeah and who knows if that's what caused yeah your teeth could've to just, decay but yeah it could have just been a thing it could have just been a thing mm-hmm. um so yeah i so i went anyways so i went to the dentist here in north pole and they did like x-rays and stuff and they quoted me and it was going to be like or they gave me a price and it was going to be like $6,500 or something to do. Yeah. It's going to be close to seven. Yeah. For like two root canals and two crowns. Um, but I am on mom's insurance. And so I'm going to go down and get my dental work done down there. Yeah. And I'll have a copay of like, I don't know. Much Way, cheaper than much seven thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think like less than a thousand dollars, even. So it's yeah. worth it. So I'm gonna make a trip of it, and it'll be cool. Yeah. So, um, you're flying down on the twentieth. Yeah, on Saturday. So yeah, today's the fourteenth. So yeah, on Saturday, you're gonna fly down. Um, then I am going to fly down to Denver on the 27th to buy 
around four. Mm-hmm. For me. For you. Thanks for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, drove the Subaru up here with a trailer. Uh, both did great. Um, no flats, no major engine issues. Um, but w- we just have the one car. And Mike has been picking me up every morning to take me to work. Which has been so nice. Yeah. With him to do. Um, but that can only go on so long. And I know that he's excited to have, you know, his mornings back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, getting a second vehicle. Found one in Colorado from a private seller. Um, it's got 63,000 miles. It's a 2009 RAV4. Um, yeah, it's like... It's in great condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be able to drive back through Ashland and pick up a load of things that we left behind in yeah. storage. So In I'm your gonna, motorcycle. Yeah, so I'm going to get like a um, like a towing package. Is that going to be expensive? Um, I think it's like 120 bucks oh, for the nice. towing thing. And then I have to get uh, like a... Um, like a motorcycle carrier. Like the tray thing? It's kind of, it's like a narrow tray. Mm. You just like roll your motorcycle up onto it and you're, it sits sideways behind the car. Yeah. Um, That w- might be more expensive than the... Your bike isn't going to be too heavy for the car? No, they're rated up to like 600 pounds. Those carriers... How much, how heavy is your bike? I think like 350 pounds, 380 oh. pounds maybe. Oh. If it's got gas in it. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to get one of those and uh, pull my, or haul my motorcycle up uh, with a car full of stuff, car full of boxes, mostly books. Yeah. Well, that's just what I remember. I'm sure there's other stuff in there, too. I'm sure there's stuff that we thought that we wanted, but that we actually don't want. Hmm. That we kept. Because, like, I'm not missing anything. But when you see it, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, how convenient to have that. Like, I do want this. That's true. I just... Yeah. Yeah. It's seriously so crazy how cluttered our counter is all the time in your house yeah because like we got rid of literally everything yeah like we just don't have any storage like we don't have any like shelves here like we had at our other place yeah we don't have like you know as we get more settled Mm -hmm. we can you know acquire you know different cabinets and yeah things to to put our little counter space mm-hmm. ruining knickknacks. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like we should circle back to yep. our topic. Yeah. How much longer do we want this episode to be? Mm, not much. Okay, I just have a f- couple more things that I want to talk about. Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> so what are you most excited about about living in Alaska? Um, 
just the change, like, I'm excited about navigating this major change with, like, my own family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it so far has not been easy no. to navigate. It's been a, a, a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it hasn't been a challenge for me. No. It's been a challenge for you. Yeah. And it hasn't been a challenge for the boys because they could live anywhere and be just as happy. Mm-hmm. You know, Roman just played in a pile of dirt for an hour today. <laughs> like, he could be happy anywhere. Um, like, he stood up and I saw dirt fall out of his butt crack. Yeah, like, literally played in a pile of dirt for an hour. Um, but, yeah, you can't... So that's what just, you're excited about is... I want I like okay. I'm just excited that we're doing something new together. Yeah. I'm also excited. I mean, the the idea that I will, you know, be able to go hunt mm-hmm. and fill our freezer that way, um that we can grow a garden and fill our fridge that way, that we can um eventually take advantage of the 24 hours of daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, is exciting, like, and I just feel like Alaska is so, th- th- there's so few people per square mile compared to everywhere else, mm-hmm. to compared to every other state in the United States that, um, I mean, it's just, it just kind of makes you feel more more free like more connected to the earth sort of or something yeah to the outdoors and just like less claustrophobic yeah so cool. i'm 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 enjoying i'm enjoying the space i'm enjoying the new experience um uh work has been challenging for me um you know i came up here with Not a great understanding of what the reality was going to be. I mean, a pretty, like Mike and I had talked, you know, a dozen times before we moved up here and everything was laid out as to, as to like the final, like the end goal. But getting there is proving like, like the steps that, he's wanting me to go through in order to get there are proving um, more tedious than I'd expected. Mm-hmm. I feel like stuff like with situations like that where someone is like I don't know trying to get you to buy something and trying to convince you to move up to Alaska I mean they're obviously going to give you the positives and like paint it pay the picture to be a like a good one yeah i mean so uh, we can talk about this all the business thing another time but um in a nutshell it's challenging in ways that i hadn't anticipated Mm -hmm. we could just keep going and cut and like do a part one and part two 
episode um or do you want i i would rather do it another time that way we could like have okay like we can think about it yeah but uh okay so same question for you what are you excited about um everyone asks me this and i don't know how to answer it yeah i mean that's that's been my uh struggle well i mean and then that's been yeah my um experience with asking you that question but it's it's i think a harder question for you to answer because the things that are exciting waking up can we pause it um yeah pause Jasmine is not excited about being here. Not at all. It's been a month. And things have not improved in a measurable way. I just wanted to sneak that in there while she's out of the room. Also, we're talking in low voices because our kids are in bed and they're not super far away from us. So full volume would uh, risk them waking up. So that's why we're talking in low voices. Okay. Um... Why are you excited about being here? Oh, oh, okay. Um, the big question. The big question that I... Hate. <laughs> hate, and I feel like I don't have an answer yet. I'm... I don't know. You don't have to answer. Like, you can think about it. Yeah. To be continued. I mean, I can... There are certain things that I'm like, like I'm excited about the summers. I think that those are going to be really fun. Well, we're in summer. Well, I know, but like just when our kids are older. How much older? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if I can answer this question just yet. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And with that... (laughs) (laughs) Cutscene. Yeah, I don't know. I just like... I mean, you try to end on a positive. But. I know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just going to see how it goes. Basically. Bas- that's what is 
I mean, getting me personally, uh, you know, mentally through these days and weeks that are like, oh my gosh, like, why did we do this? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it does feel like that. Like, why? Why me? (laughs) Like Michael Scott. (laughs) No. (laughs) I just think that it's, it's so hard for me right now to, um, like think about positive things about the move just because I'm so much in survival mode still especially because like I have a new baby and I'm trying to deal with a toddler with a new baby and I'm potty training Roman and we just moved 2,000 miles away from our family and I'm trying to figure out like things to do with them. Yeah, going from having help to having no help. Yeah, so I have to keep them busy and I have to like, yeah, just do everything alone and it just, I don't know. Right now I'm just trying, every day I just wake up and I'm just trying to make it to bedtime. Like I don't, I can't really like look further than that right now. I feel like. And yeah. so that's why it's hard for me to, because th- I never think about what I'm excited about, about Alaska. All I think right. about are the kids. So, I mean, do you think that, I mean, maybe, because you're going to be, I mean, quite honestly, you're going to be, like, that's going to be your life. Mm-hmm. These kids. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go to work, you're going to be with the kids. Unless, you know, something dramatic and crazy happens where... Um, I become the breadwinner and you're a stay-at-home dad. Or oh, you decide that, like, you are going to go back to school and we yeah. hire a nanny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, something like that where yeah. your priority changes. Um, but if it doesn't, then, I mean, maybe the most... Um, effective thing for you to do to for that self-preservation is or survival I mean is uh to to focus on every day like what am I going to do today like not what am I going to do in the long run to be happy but what am I going to do today Mm -hmm. with the kids to have fun and be happy and enjoy just today just until bedtime like Mm-hmm. So I'm slowly like discovering little things like I haven't been to the children's museum yet, which I'm excited to do. And there's another place called the Romper Room yeah. and it has like blow up um, like <laughs> bounce houses and slides. And are they having sex up there? No, oh. I don't know. We can hear that all the time, too. Yeah. Being a downstairs unit of a fourplex. We've got rambunctious um, upstairs neighbors. Yeah. And um, we have got next door neighbors across the hall. Who Who are really sweet girls, but they listen to their TV. Oh my gosh, so loud. Like we can hear it right now. Yeah, like basically if we punched a hole in our wall and through the hall and then through their wall... um, well, never mind. 
<laughs> then they would know that we were upset. <laughs> Is that where you were going? With no, that? I was going to say that if we did that, well, never mind. They, we, we would be able to know, like we'd be able to watch a show with them. But at that point, why the <laughs> heck not just open the door and walk across? Instead of <laughs> Hulk punching into. <laughs> so, but yeah, sometimes like I do want to even... Hulk punch through the wall though. Because, yeah. golly, just yeah. turn the TV down. And one time we turned the TV up. Hours. Hours. And then, like, I went, or you went into the bathroom, mm-hmm. our bathroom, and you couldn't even hear it. And it was, like, loud. And so yeah. I can't even imagine how loud theirs must be. Well, they probably have, like, surround sound, like, yeah, we just you know, Back to the Future, like, blow your shirt off. Yeah. Speakers. They probably do. Probably. But they're really nice girls. They are. They gave us a box of corn dogs. They did. Roman didn't even say thank you. <laughs> he just he took just the box took from her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So little moments like that that we can laugh about are um, being cherished right now because <laughs> it's all about those little moments that uh, make those 16 hours that you're awake uh, bearable. <laughs> yeah. You make it sound like being married to me is <laughs> awful. No, I make it sound like your life at home with the kids is just awful <laughs> while I'm out it's gallivanting like- around the jewelry store just skipping through piles of gold and diamonds. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah. But my days are good though with the boys like it's I don't know. Like, the parenting, like, the motherhood aspect is stressful right now just because of the stage of motherhood that I'm in right now and the age that the kids are and the things that we are all going through together are rough. But, like, like you said, we have good moments, too, and we're able to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like that's a positive note to end on. Yeah, super positive. Cool. I'm glad that we were able to get there. Yeah, that we got there. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's all we got this time. Mm -hmm. So we'll catch you next time. (laughs) So, oh, you were right. Sorry. Bye, everybody. Bye.